Nets get their first victory under interim head coach Kevin Ollie. Uh, switch to the starting lineup tonight. Dennis Schroeder was in the starting lineup. Ben Simmons was a question mark coming into the game. He was uh, going through his warm-ups, and they were determined whether or not he was going to play. So the Nets went with the plan of saying, hey, we don't know if Ben's going to be able to play. So we'll have Schroeder in the starting lineup, and then we'll figure things out from there. And, Tim, they may have kind of stumbled into something here. Whether or not uh, that is something they had considered, it's something certainly we had talked about on the air, that especially with Simmons' minutes restriction, kind of around 20 minutes a game, Bringing him off the bench makes a lot of sense, especially with the people he ends up playing with. And Dennis Schroeder helped the Nets get off to a really good start offensively. He, he sure did. I mean, he was really the catalyst offensively. His ability, ability to knock down shots, make plays. He played with great life. Everybody played well. I mean, the defensive intensity was outstanding, and the Nets were able to get out and run. But when they were in stationary offense, Dennis Schroeder's ability to knock down those early threes, I think – I. Gave the Nets some nice momentum. And then everybody got involved in it. And, and you're right. Then Ben Simmons came off the bench with his group and a lot of shooting around him. And that seems to fit very, very well. We'll see if the Nets continue with that look. 86 points allowed in this game. Uh, a tremendous defensive effort for this Net team. I mean, we know the Grizzlies exactly. were a team that were shorthanded uh, with injuries. John Morant, Desmond Bain. Brandon Clark, Marcus Smart, all out of the lineup. But the Grizzlies, you know, 20 and 37 on the year. They've done well to to hold their own without those players. Uh, but the Nets, you know, they were, they were coming in here having lost seven of eight, four in a row. They made the coaching change, haven't won a game since Kevin Ollie took over. No matter who the opponent was tonight, you just wanted to see progress. And against a team like Memphis, you want to just step on them early and not let up, and that's what happened tonight. Exactly. I mean, it was the way the Nets won also, right? They didn't just go out to an early lead and then let the Grizzlies come back and have to fight for it. They, they really basically won three out of the four quarters uh, with you know significant leads, and they just did a very, very good job in all phases of the game. I th- just felt like they were, first of all, defensively, they switched a lot more to, uh, in this game against Memphis. They were able to keep the pressure on that way. Offensively, Kevin Ollie's puts a lot of different new sets in this. He's restructured some things. He's not just playing this how the Nets were playing before. So they looked a lot more organized today. It's like they ran every a lot of things out of one set when they'd run plays, and that was a lot of horn set. We talked about that. But they also played with freedom, and they played like how they'd been playing on missed shots after they pushed the pace. They wouldn't then set up. They'd just play, and they played their five-out game. And when Ben Simmons came out, they had no problem playing five-out basketball so I thought they understood the rhythm of the game that it began with the defensive intensity they got the fast break game going I think that is a big key they turned the tables on what we've seen lately we've talked about transition defense all all the time well the Nets started talking about transition offense they not only got back on D and played great D but they pushed the pace and had a great advantage in their transition game Nets had an edge in fast break points in this game 26 to 9 The Nets only turned it over 10 times in the game. So, you know, that's how you limit transition baskets, right? Don't turn it over. Grizzlies only seven points off 10 net. And the other thing is make baskets, right? You got to put the ball in the baskets. Lots of times when you're missing threes and the balls, it's long rebounds result in transition opportunities. I just thought the Nets... I think the easy thing is to say, well, they didn't play against main players. But, again, this Grizzly team has competed 
uh, night in and night out. They played very hard. I thought it was a really good confidence build, and you can tell that the Nets are not just going game to game right now, that there's work being done in the mornings, and they're, they're, they're working on their execution, they're using video, they're walking through, they're understanding where they are. There wasn't a lot of pointing around, hey, no, you go over there, you go over there, when they were running plays. They knew exactly what to do, and you could tell that, again, they're not doing the same things that they did all year long. So this is a quick training camp they're in right now, and I thought the results were really good. The Nets allowed just 38% shooting after, you know, struggling in that category. They allowed just 86 points in the game. That is the fewest points the Nets have allowed in a game this season. Previously, it was 93 against the Clippers back all the way November 8th. Uh, They bounced back from their worst shooting night of the season against Minnesota, Albeit Minnesota being a great defensive team, but they were without Rudy Gobert. But the Nets shot 33.7% in that game on Saturday night. Tonight they shoot 48.9%. Nets in their previous game made a season-low six threes. They made 15 of them. Tonight, seven players in double figures led by Dennis Schroeder. 18 points for Schroeder. Got good contributions off the bench. Lonnie Walker with 13 points. And Cam Johnson has been taken out of the starting lineup. First time. He's been healthy, but hasn't been in the starting lineup with Kevin Ollie taking over. But he's played with a sharpness and an edge yep. off the bench. Yep. And he's given the Nets some really good productivity coming in with that second unit. Yeah, he has. It looked a little more, uh, he's looked more aggressive, maybe a little angry. He he's, uh, drew a good charge tonight. That was You don't see that often. He did that well. Yeah. He's been aggressive going to the basket, but then you also saw his ability to knock down to three. Uh, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, can, the, the, a storyline coming out of this game is going to be obviously the injury to uh, the Cam Thomas. And, and what is that going to do to the lineups and, and what's going on with this net team? So we're going to have to wait and see on that. Yeah, Cam Thomas turned his ankle late in the game. Nets win 111-86. Let's hear from Nets head coach Kevin Ollie. Can we make this make this real fast, please? Well, can we just start there? Can you tell us why you are soaking wet right yeah, now in the press conference? Yeah, it's just a great win, and they got me good. All my other coaches left me out to dry, and they stayed in the back. I should have known something then when they stayed out of the back and got out the way. So it was a good moment in the locker room. I spoke to Nick on the walk-off, and he said how much it meant to get this win for you and just as a team, how excited they were for you. Just what does it mean? the team celebrate you like that and then for you to get that win to see your team play the way and with the joy that you talked about earlier yeah it's just it's it's phenomenal um they just kept believing it's been a couple up and down days um unknown days um and they just stayed together and one thing i know about this team they love each other and that's the only thing i want to see because love can get through anything so the joy and the love that they share for each other is amazing they play for each other they want to win for each other and that's what we got to do that's the way we have to play uh, we got to play with grit we got to play with defense and then we got to share the basketball and i think we did that tonight and we played with composure um i think we had 10 turnovers total um, against a team like that um that's really really good and we want to just build off that momentum um we can't celebrate too long. We got to get ready for Orlando, and um, we're just gonna get back on a flight and get ready for them tomorrow. Coach, did you get the game ball? Yeah, I got the game ball. <laughs> so where will it go? Uh, it'll go in my office first. Uh, definitely gonna touch it and, and put it up for my mom in heaven and my sister in heaven. Uh, I know they was watching over me in this first win, so uh, definitely gonna raise it up and 
and toast it to them. You, you've talked about trying to basically do simple better. Yeah. Um, and guys have talked about getting used to the way you wanted to play offensively. But the way the ball was popping around, I think, whatever, 30-some-odd assists on 44 baskets, um, A, is that a picture of how you want them to play? And could you see guys getting more comfortable with what it is that you wanted them to do and how they wanted to play offense. Uh, they, they have a masterpiece inside, so it's just trying to bring that out um, each and every day. Um, we got to play together. We don't have these mega all-stars on our team where we can play just ISO basketball and, you know, just trying to tell them that um, we have to move the ball. Uh, when you share the ball, you're very hard to guard. So I just try to continually say that because if we share the ball, it's hard to stick us. We have some some elite players uh, that can get downhill, they can shoot. Um, and we just took care of the ball today and we got back in transition. And I think those was the keys to the game um, to come out and get this win against Memphis. I was going to ask kind of what was the keys for you guys being able to slow them down in transition after the last two games? Um, making shots. That's one thing. Uh, they having to take out the ball um, instead of you know, long shots, we missing shots, and then they running out. Our turnovers was low. Um, you know, that first game we had 19, and then we had double-figure turnovers um, against um, against Minnesota. So just understanding that, being composed when we got in the half court, but just being able to get out and transition ourselves, um, I thought that was good, and our defense was solid all night. So they played with the level five energy on each each end of the court, but we can take care of the defensive court, defensive side of the court. You can't take care of the offensive court because you can make, you can miss shots. That's un, that's not in your control, but the defense is in your control, and I thought they controlled it all night. And as a former player, I guess it's a feeling even more special getting your first win as a coach just because it's not just that, but it's you play in this league, you've been around this league, and now you have another new experience to add to your resume, I guess? Yeah, it's just, I mean, God has just blessed me um, leaving UConn and you know, going through the arbitration and all that stuff with UConn and then uh, over time elite finding me and I'm being able to do something great there um, and establish myself again with some, with the young culture. And then, you know, I, I just want to say thank you to Jock because I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. And um, believing in me, bringing me in with no coaching experience, uh, no interview or anything. He was just like, I was like, Jock, I want to fly up and interview. He's like, nah, you don't need to drive up and interview. I believe in you. I know where you're from. I know your character. I know what you've built. And I just want to say thank him because I owe it all to him and I owe it all to God. And this organization, Sean Marks and everybody believing in me, Joe Sy believing in me. So it's not about me. It's about everybody else. And, uh, you know, I just want to thank God for the opportunity. All right, that is Nets head coach Kevin Ollie. Uh, class move there, hey, thanking Jacques Vaughn. He he's, he he got me on that one. I'm hooked in right now because that was a classy thing to do right there to mention Jacques Vaughn and 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 everyone. But the fact that he mentioned him and, and thanked him and it was you know unprovoked. It just came out. It came out of just his uh, his grace and his his approach. Uh, that was really nice. Couple of uh, L.A. guys, Jacques Vaughn and Kevin Ali. Uh, Kevin Ollie getting his first victory. It means, you know what that means, Cap, for everybody out here in the metropolitan area. Free medium fries from McDonald's every time the Nets win a game on the road with a $1 purchase in the McDonald's app. So uh-huh. if you want to take a ride to it, well, when you get back, uh, to, uh, it's tomorrow, so you got to be in town. Nets will be in Orlando tomorrow. But everybody in the New York tri-state area uh-huh. gets fries courtesy of McDonald's. The Nets... Beat the Grizzlies. Final score, 
111-86. We'll do more, including your comments and questions on Twitter. The Nets tally a 111-86 win over the Memphis Grizzlies. Chris Carino and Tim Capstraw back with you. Taking a look on Twitter, at BKNets Radio, the way to reach us. John Strump's enjoying a nice glass of Pinot Noir <laughs> to celebrate. <laughs> Said he's going to savor this one. Doesn't <laughs> often happen lately, but ah. KO's team, KO's the Grizzlies. Congrats, Kevin Ollie. Good stuff. And he said that it was nice to hear the two of us having fun in the broadcast. It's hard. We like to, we like to have fun. And sometimes you could have more fun yes, when the can. Nets are winning. Yeah, exactly. It's a, a little more appropriate. That doesn't yeah. mean we never have fun when it, things aren't going good. Yeah. But you per- gotta you got to keep it under control. Per- particularly our talk about lunchboxes. John said he has a he had a Roy Rogers lunchbox uh, that he remembers. Uh, I th- I didn't I didn't go theme. I think I just had fi- I want fundamentals like silver. That's <laughs> 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 all I had. Just like generic lunch. Generic. Like, lunch. Yeah, I want lunch. Paper bag. I, I, You know what I was? I think I was a brown paper bag. Yeah. I think I was even in grammar school. I don't yeah. think. They gave you the milk? You didn't Remember the milk? Was it either three cents anything? or white or I chocolate milk? I don't drink milk? milk, so I never used to like milk. I used to, I used to have to. I had a, my favorite lunchbox was I had an NFL lunchbox. It had all the logos of the NFC on one side, the AFC on the other, and then the little thermos inside was a had an NFL logo on it. Did you bring it and describe everything to everybody all day long? <laughs> yeah, all the all the logos. We you describe everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were an annoying kid. little kid, yeah, weren't yeah. you? Like, uh, <laughs> the speed demon. Well, how about how about this one on the side? Oh, when I was just... in the. So when in grammar school, so when I graduate grammar school, like eighth grade, right? Holy Rosary! Congratulations! Yeah. <laughs> yes. So they had, we, they made we made a little like a like a yearbook, and they had this one section where they said like um, most likely to become. Yeah. What were you? Announcer for the New York Rangers. No way. Yeah, that's what they wrote in eighth grade. Wow. Which they were way off. Wow. Because so, it's hockey is the only sport I haven't done. So you went to Holy Rosary, <laughs> Holy Rosary, Iona Prep, and yeah. Fordham. That yeah. worked out great. You're able to use the same books at every school. <laughs> you were holding on to that joke because <laughs> you set me up. <laughs> yeah, but they were way off on that one. They also had a section where <laughs> what we leave to the to the eighth graders behind us. What's that? Oh, you know, where'd you leave? Like you know what they said that I was leaving. What? My opinion on everything. No, that is definitely. <laughs> that I can't believe how good that was. It, amazing how well they knew me in the eighth grade. Yeah, you have. Not, I'd like to tell you you changed, but you haven't <laughs> changed a bit. Oh, my, oh goodness. my goodness. All right. Just, <laughs> all right, move, moving along. What else? Yeah, uh, Speed Demon on Twitter. Very surprising. Great job capitalizing, passing with timing. Helped us turn up the volume. Keep the development KO. Let the gel begin to flow. Good first win. Pull together the off-Broadway show. Nice job. Hashtag Brooklyn together. Speed Demon. Check it in with us. I bleed Jets green. Nice balanced attack tonight. Much needed W. Hope Cam T is okay. That's Cam Thomas. Sprained his ankle late in the game. Uh, said, did you say the Nets have taken six offensive charges this season? Blake Griffin used to do that in a weekend. <laughs> Still does. Very, very good line. Uh, That's yeah. a good line. 
But yeah. remember, that was something that Kevin Ali said in his, intro, in his yes. first press conference. He said, you know, we got to take more charges. We've only taken five this year. Right. And uh, I think this was the first one they've taken uh, since he took over. Yeah. Cam Johnson took it. Yeah. Well, and we talked about Cam, Cam Johnson being being aggressive in different areas when he's been on the floor, coming off the bench and maybe being a little ticked off about it in his own way. I don't think he would show it or no, he's maybe in his in his play, he's his intensity, his edge uh, is at a different level and uh, I kind of like it. Todd Barilla checking in on X on Twitter at BK Nets Radio. Congrats to Ollie on his first win. We finally have a game where I have nothing to complain about and felt happy. <laughs> and then the seven minutes to go, Cam Thomas has to be carried uh, off the court. Man, we just can't get a break. Well, we'll see what that's uh, what will happen there with Cam uh, turning his ankle late in the game. Yeah, it is always this year, always something. But uh, hopefully he can uh, he won't stay out that long. Nets have to play tomorrow night against the Orlando Magic. Uh, we'll look ahead to that. And do more as we continue with our post game. One eleven to eighty six. Nets win it over Memphis. We don't know the extent of Cam Thomas's injury right now, but if he's going to be out for any length of time, Lonnie Walker becomes an important player for the Nets. Very important. I thought today he looked like his his old self we saw earlier this year. The way he was knocking down threes, and how about three that? for eight from three? How yeah. about yeah? Just look comfortable. How about that? Open floor play where he went behind his back and then had to hang time in the air and all the way hung in the air like one all the way up and then all the way and almost down to the floor and still got it off the glass with great English. It was a highlight special play. You'll probably see that and and uh, on the replays, that's for sure. Well, the Nets hung their hat on the defensive end in this one. 86 points allowed. Nick Claxton had three block shots in the game, and we talked about this balance between. You know, Simmons and Claxton. Simmons plays 14 minutes. Claxton, 21. They didn't play in garbage time. But but throughout the course of the game, with Simmons coming off the bench, they were able to always make sure they had four shooters on the floor for the most part. With Simmons. In but, this game. But a couple did, of times they overlapped. They overlapped. That was okay. And But uh, the defense was good. I, th- I Maybe we haven't talked enough about what Nick Claxton, how he outplayed Jaron Jackson Jr. tonight. And he, he really, I thought he was terrific. Uh, blocking shots, he was an intimidator. He limited the efficiency of Jaron Jackson Jr. around the basket. He was altering shots. Uh, he was terrific. And he had been, you know, he hadn't been, you know, Nick Claxton had been, had a good season, really good season, but not the last six, seven games. So it was great to see him be uh, all around tonight. Jaron Jackson was held to 2 of 12 shooting, got all his points on the free throw line, 10 of 13 from the line, ended up with 15 points, but that is well below his average of 22.4 points per game. Now it's on to Orlando. It'll be the second of a back-to-back as we take a look at the upcoming schedule brought to you by Ticketmaster. Make more memories live with Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Brooklyn Nets and the NBA. Now, the Orlando Magic have had a good year. They're 32 and 26. They've slipped, right? Bit. They were they were playing well in the middle part of the season. They've dropped down to the eighth spot right now. Actually tied with Miami, uh, technically for the seventh spot right now. A game out of sixth, only a game and a half out of fifth, only two and a half games out of fourth. Is they're very bunched up in the Eastern Conference, but 
the Nets have played well against the Magic. In fact, the Nets are 2-0 this season against the Magic. They've won three straight overall. They had a 124-104 a win back on November 14th. And then another game, 129-101 back on December 2nd. That was a play-in tournament game in Brooklyn. So the Nets 2-0 against the Orlando Magic. But we know this is a good Magic team. You're going to get them now. you got to travel on the road, second of a back-to-back. Good challenge for the Nets tomorrow night. Yeah, challenge. I mean, that's a, it's a good team. But I think the Nets have to feel good about themselves and think about it. Only Mikel Bridges played over 30 minutes tonight. They were able to rest guys. And I think that just the overall confidence of this group is more important than any, than rest right now. I, they, they, I think they've they got to feel a lot better about themselves. And I am anxious to see how they can compete against a, a, a team that's obviously going to be the next level up from what the Grizzlies were able to put on the floor. Still, the Nets were really good tonight Every on both sides of the floor and a number of different guys. Uh, I am curious to see what they're going to do in Orlando because I think they have a little belief right now. Yeah, and then see what this game can do for the spirit of the team. You know, you talked about you saw the guys on the bench laughing and enjoying it and rooting on their teammates. And then after the game, giving Kevin Aldi a little little shower in the the locker room to congratulate him on his first game. You hope that maybe some of that that energy and that buoyancy, and you heard Kevin Aldi talk about it before the game tonight. He wants them to play with joy. They played with some joy tonight. And I know that's... That's easy to say when you win and you're going up against a team that's shorthanded. But, you know, there have been times this year when the Nets are playing well, haven't played a lot with joy. Tonight was a game they played with some joy, and you hope that can carry over to tomorrow. I, I think he, for a guy in the middle of a season uh, coming in to take over a team, he's installed a lot of different offensive sets. A lot of guys just kind of play through the season, maybe sprinkle a couple things in here. I think that may have had been a reason why the Nets look stagnant offensively those first couple games. I think the guys are, are understanding what the flow of the game is supposed to be on a missed shot or push the pace. We can just play with freedom after that on a dead ball or this, we're walking it up and we're calling these different sets. So the ball gets to specific areas and we're more controlled then. So and that and the combination of figuring out defensively, are they going to play drop defense? Are they going to switch? They switched a lot tonight. I thought their aggressiveness paid off and uh, just all in all, let's see what they bring tomorrow night, but they've got to obviously feel better about themselves and uh, they're not burned out they played it back to back but they should be ready for this game our player of the game brought to you by Maxip Telecom proud partner of the Brooklyn Nets if I gave you the power capper to pick a player of the game. Who are you going to go with? I'll go with Schroeder because he set the tone and then continued to play well. But there's, I, what I love is that it was not the, not as flat out obvious. You got seven guys in double figures. He got great balance. He got 32 assists. Those are the problems you want, you know, trying to figure out. But I'll go Dennis Schroeder. I thought he was really good. Nets win their ninth game on the road this season, now 9-18. and 18. They snapped their four-game losing streak. It's on to Orlando as they'll face the Orlando Magic. And then uh, a couple of big games coming up after that. You see, the Nets, with the win, uh, pull to within three games of Atlanta. Atlanta was not playing tonight, so three games out of the 10th spot. Uh, tomorrow night, they play in Orlando, but then they come home and they've got back-to-back games against the Atlanta Hawks. The season series right now is 1-1 one and one, with both games coming to Atlanta. So now they'll play two games in Brooklyn. Season series could be on the line, and now Trey Young is out for at least about a month yes. right yeah, now with an injury. Although you don't know how that's going to affect them because they've been a little... 
Uh, that was why there were so many DeJounte Murray rumors in the trade deadline. Yeah. Because they don't feel like DeJounte Murray and Trey Young's games kind of fit with one another right now. So sometimes you got to be careful when a guy like Trey Young first goes out, they may get a little boost. boost they, yeah. Because DeJounte Murray knows now that, that he's the guy and he's in charge and everybody will play around him. So you have to be weary of that when Atlanta comes yeah, to town. Yeah, that's a great call. Because you see that a lot. Because there's certainly still enough talent on that Atlanta Hawk team to be very, very dangerous. But you're right. Big, big games. Remember, this is the team that's right in front of you for the 10th spot. And uh, you feel like, uh, I don't feel like the playoffs are beginning, but it feels like it's getting close. Those are really important games. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to overlook Orlando, um, obviously, tomorrow oh, night no, to finish up the that. road trip. But, but those two games against Atlanta, I mean, you have a chance to not only gain two gains in the standings on them, but also win the season series if you can win both games. Absolutely. So uh, it's almost like picking up three games on them. Uh, but I'm sure we'll talk about that after the game tomorrow night. Nets in Orlando for the third of four meetings between the Nets and the Magic. Nets come up with a victory here against the Grizzlies. 111 to 86. We'll put a wrap on things on our postgame coverage.